and welcome to episode two of Drink Scussion. Can't believe it's episode two already. I know, Kieran. It's episode two. Oh. Yes. Oh, now, uh, it's 100% more episodes than the last episode. It is. Yeah. Because it's continuous. Yes. There's been no hiatus in between. We've got no writers for a writer's strike or nothing. Oh, yes. The writer's strike, which crippled Scrubs and... Other TV, other TV shows, shows. Yeah. yeah, but just only Scrubs comes to mind. I, yeah, it's the only one I can think of. It's the <laughs> season where Doctor Cox has like rapidly changing hair. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, very specific. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I notice these things. I remember these things. I think that's when um, Letterman grew a beard. That that is incredibly specific. <laughs> I only noticed he grew a beard after he appeared on Netflix again. Oh, uh, I, I I don't think it's the same beard though. Oh well. It, it's interchangeable beards. Well, that's... There's a market out there for it. Interchangeable beards. I, I guess I guess they're right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, how have you been since our last episode? Pretty good. Pretty Just good. Running around all over the place. Still no baby yet, though. Still no baby yet. And uh, who knows, maybe this is uh, this will be known as the episode with the baby. Yeah, who knows? it could be. We might just have to cut the episode halfway and have like an intermission for like two weeks. Yeah, I mean... So there would be a hiatus it, there it somewhere. Would, it would certainly be interesting. Yeah, what I, about you? How have you been? Uh, good. I've been to a party since then. I've had uh, another person uh, tell me about their pregnancy. It seems like everyone I know is getting pregnant. My wife and I aren't getting pregnant anytime soon. But I've, I've come up with a new strategy for life. Yes. Um, so uh, I've noticed that you know when there's a lot of people around you getting pregnant, people often go, so uh, when are you having a baby? <laughs> and uh, I, I've got a great response to that now. And the response is going to be, well... We don't, we're not going to be having a baby until we've got, you know, a place of our own, you know, we own our own house or at least have, you know, something like that. So if you want to contribute to the down payment, that would help us get the baby much sooner. That, that is a great way to stop people being like constantly asking you. Yes. Please pay me to get a house if you would like me to have a baby. And, and then I should have taken the, that method. The other it's side of now. that is though, if they don't shut up, they're going to give you money. What? Well, I don't. See, I don't see the loss here. No. Yeah. You get a conversation and cash out of it. What uh, happens if they say they have no no cash? Do you have like that square space? Like oh, the, the little the square tarot tap can? Oh, Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I figured they can just do a bank transfer because honestly, uh, the the price to be able to comment on baby things has got to be at least ten grand. Yeah. Like I feel like that's a good amount. Yeah, that's fair. That, that's fair. That's a sizable chunk into a house deposit. So you know, <laughs> like if you're paying ten grand into the housing fund, then you can comment on you know when's baby happening. Yeah. If you're not paying into the house fund, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Shall we get onto some beers? All right, we shall get on onto some beers. Um, so the first one that we have today is from Mismatch Brewing Co., which is a uh, South Australian. Oh, we're going straight off the bat with local. Yes. Uh, so yeah, it's a strawberry sour, um, and I believe it's made with real strawberries. Real strawberries. Yes. That's good because every time I buy strawberries, I genuinely do forget that I have them, and then it's been a few days, and I'm like, oh. I've got strawberries, I can eat them. Not nah, too late, they've gone off. Oh, they've got that nice white fuzz on them. Yeah, they've That's got extra the, flavour. Yeah, well, I thought it might be, but at the same time I thought, you know what, I don't really want to get very ill. Fair enough. So, what I did discover about this brewer in my research is that um, apparently they don't really have their own brewery. They use the excess capacity that's unused at other breweries. Wow. So, like, you know, Cooper's or West End, if they've got an extra vat or something that they're not spinning up for... 
I don't know how long it takes to brew a beer, but like, let's say that week. Maybe that's something we can find out for further episodes. Yeah, true. Episode 10, how to make a beer. Maybe. Well, maybe. we won't learn how to do it. We'll just say yeah. how it's done. And then... And, and then keep commenting on other people's work without knowing what goes into it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah great. Yeah. Just, the interesting thing is that they use the strawberries that don't make it to market out of a uh, farm up in Lobethal in the Ooh, Adelaide Hills. So, that's actually really cool. Yeah. So it's reducing waste on food. Yes, by turning it into beer. Well, that's even better. All right, well, let's open this one up. Just for the uh, the listeners, I picked everything based on what it looked like. Oh, I love... I genuinely do love picking things. Yep. I play a game where we pick a bottle of wine. Based on the label? Yeah, ba- well, sort of based on the label at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you go into, like, to Dan Murphy's, mm-hmm. and each shelf has roughly got about six or seven, like, shelving stacks yep. and then in those there's about four or five shelves so if you want red wine you go okay well I know they've probably got at least two aisles of red wine and then you go pick a number between one and seven and you go three pick a number between one and four three now pick a bottle between one and fifteen because that's roughly how many they've got on the shelf I drink too much wine to know this mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and then you just pick that bottle Right, so, so it's a very math- mathematical, methodical method. Yes, but also completely random, because if you haven't been to that damn movie before, you've got no clue what's on that shelf. True, you can, there's there's no sort of stock standard layout of any liquor store even within the chains. No, yeah. there isn't. Um, the other thing is, I also chose cans on purpose, purely because I think that they've got a good, better opening sound. Ooh. Like, you know, we could use bottles with like the twist off or the bottle opener, but, you know, nothing quite beats this sound. That does sound pretty good. It was just like quite delayed, wasn't it? It was yeah, just like I, someone's listening. You're like, when is it going to oh, happen? Look, it's going to happen. So let's uh, pour a bit now. Ooh. That one's got a lot of... F- that, I was yeah, going to say fluff, but that's not froth. correct. Froth? Head? Head? Yeah, look, I... Frothy head? This one is... Uh, what? What's the fruit again? Strawberry. It's not a strawberry colour, is it? It's No, just, it's just... It sort of looks like cider, to be honest. Yeah, it's in that... I'd say the in-between of cider and uh, champagne. That's a very good description. Yeah. All That's, right. Well, let's give it a whirl. Yeah. Hmm. I get the sour. Wow. Then I, I can get really the taste the strawberry in that. Yeah. That's incredible. Strawberry beer. Well, it's not the first fruit beer I've ever had. But well, there's I, the sour. So I got the sour first. I got the strawberries first. Oh. There you go. But, I mean, you are a vegetarian, so you'd be more familiar yeah, with it. Yeah, I know, I I know what I, grass tastes like. Yeah, so. I, I don't know. I can't actually remember the last time I had strawberries outside of a smoothie. Does this count? Um... Yes. No. no? Yes. Oh, okay. Let's just go. Yes. Well, actually, yes, we are having so fruit. It is. It is low on on alcohol. It's uh, zero point nine standard drinks. Is that all? Yes, and it's only three percent alcohol. Ah. So there's probably more. Stra- Does it tell you the percentage of strawberries? Three percent alcohol. Three thousand percent strawberry. Uh, no. I, in fact, there is no strawberry percentage on this whatsoever. Are they lying to us? Are you lying to us, mismatch? It does have a use-by date, which we are... Well, that must mean there's definitely strawberries. I I think technically everything has a use-by date. You have a use-by date. Well, let's just not talk about my (laughs) use-by date. (laughs) That's a very long time away, I hope. Mm. But it is a a nice beer. I'd say that this one is... um, This is probably the type of beer that you could really enjoy almost daily. It's a low-alcohol content, so you're not going to feel it too much. Uh, I know that, like, even if I've had one drink, I know I've had one drink the next day. Yeah. And uh, I feel like this would negate that a little bit. I think this is a good alternative to, like, Hans Light or or what are those other ones? Like a Crown Lager. No, that's not light, no, is it? Not, um, 
like a super dry super dry yeah yeah. Like yeah and I think but it's a good alternative if you're sick of those but you just want just something a little bit different it's sort of like well it also could be it's like you, you're not sure if you want a beer or you want a cider you want something that's halfway in between yeah this it is, is quite in between isn't it yeah it is quite nice um, yeah. oh here we go it's got three notes of strawberry and three notes of sour so that's probably why it's quite a good good combination of in between mm. I don't mind the sour, and it's not sour like um like a sour gummy worm. No, it's not the sour that gives you those twinges like right near your. Or like the ghost drops you get from the royal show. Oh, (laughs) and you have one. You're like that one's not too bad. Let's try the warhead one, and then your face implodes on itself. See, I'm I'm struggling to remember that. The last time I went to the Royal Adelaide show was 2000, and I want to say nine. I wouldn't even bother going this year, to be honest with you. It's been because obviously COVID was crap last year and mm. stopped it. So they're going to have it again this year. So how, imagine how many people are going to pour into the showgrounds this year. Yeah, I'm just not even going to not even going to bother. I think my wife wants to go, but I'm just like, oh, let's well, let's talk yeah. about weekday at like 10 a.m. That'd be great. And you'll have a you'll have a child with you. Oh, I actually forgot. You forgot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Well, now this is a matter of public record that you forgot that you're having, you're having a, a child, child in I'm the next like week, week at, at least. least. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was just like, no, I'm just going to the. I'm just thinking about myself and my wife. I'm like, yeah, and then you're just like, but what about the baby? I'm like, what baby? So what this means is that you're either going to have to take the pram or stroller if you don't like the term pram, and uh, you're going to have to either take it on public transport or find a park. I think I'll find a park. I would. Would absolutely hate to go on public transport right now with, as, a, with a pram. Especially after what the uh, current state government has done to our public transport system by just, you know, cutting it like it's a... I don't know, Piece what, of bread? Y- yeah. Slicing I it up like bread at Brumby's on a Sunday. <laughs> I mean, that's a great line, <laughs> but I feel like that makes it sound like the cuts are, are purposeful and delicate, whereas what they've really done is more like sort of an axe murderer just <laughs> hacking away at the fetid corpse on the floor <laughs> I hate cob loaf yeah something like that but yeah bread makes that noise it's all like um, a squish noise we, okay well I'm not going to Brumbies for bread anymore <laughs> am I well, do you, I actually don't eat bread no no I just I just don't I did cut out bread because I remember you telling me to cut out bread a little while back and I, I cut it out for a couple of months and then now I'm just hooked back on bread it takes ages to get off carbs oh yeah anyway let's keep enjoying this carb beer well, I think it's probably more sugar than carb. Oh, sugar is a carb. Is it? I is don't know. It? Maybe we should get a nutritionist on the show one day. Maybe. And the, all the nutritionists to say is like, we really shouldn't be drinking any of this. Yes, this no, they'll all, probably be like, you're, you're dying. This is all awful. Um, but no, I was actually quite interested about their sort of using excess uh, capacity of other brewers to yeah. make their stuff in. Cause so rather than something going to waste, they're still and, and well, they're not they're not really taking up a, a space if that's the case they're not yeah. taking it. although you know there is a, a major brewery in this state that is about to shut down forever yeah West End, West End. no yeah which is which is quite a shame um, you know maybe this is an opportunity though for microbreweries or small startups to move into that space yeah um, and maybe also save some of those workers who've been working there for years who yeah. are looking at a very bleak future yeah see that's a good idea because then you could have at least four or five different small brewers out of that one major factory. Mm. And, you know, you just have some people to pack it up. Because like, I know, I don't know if anybody listening has been and done like a brewery tour. Have you? Uh, uh, I've done gin tours. I've done wine tours. I'm not sure. I don't think I've done a brewery. Uh, I've been to two breweries. Yep. I, oh, I had, did do a brewery tour at the, uh, I think it's Cascade. Oh, yeah. In Hobart. Yes. yes. Yeah. So 
I don't know what Cascade does, but like here for Coopers, they stack and pack and brew bottles of beer for a number of other companies. But uh, who uh, license their beers to be made through there rather than That's right, them from and then Coopers will distribute it, so yes. that way it's made here on site. It's the same thing with Tiger Breweries in Singapore. They have the same thing. It's a whole factory, and it's mostly Tiger Beer going around, but there's a section at the back where they specifically pack and stack and make other brewers beers because it's just easier to distribute it in that country yeah it makes sense because i mean there's so many things that are being shipped uh you know on planes and boats all over the world all the time but do do we really need beer to be one of them if it can be made somewhere else even if it's the same recipe it's pretty much the same thing yeah exactly you know? um well, yeah. i love a fresh See, beer. I, what i actually i think would, would be a good great thing for the west end brewery site is uh, what if, say, like, Tafe SA took over it? Because I know that um, yeah. uh, Adelaide Uni has some stuff up in the Barossa, I think, where they do, like, a school for winery and viticulture and stuff like yeah. that. Why don't we have, like, the school for brewers and, you know... That would be pretty cool. You know, and really encourage... Not just uh, cool, but, like, sensible. Yeah, well, you know, it's a it's an industry that's probably... N- never going to go away yeah uh, no. well we're still sitting here drinking them so yes and it's currently 2021 you know it gives people an opportunity to improve a skill set gives an opportunity for people to test out their products and you know yeah. maybe start something and do something interesting mm. um so well, yeah that was the uh that's the mismatch that's brewery mismatch strawberry shower Sh- uh, strawberry, strawberry sour, sour not a strawberry shower just for those listening so, it's it's a, it's sour we haven't just turned this into a no, weird fetish. No, I say, and this is even just a worse connection to make. But just the word strawberry reminded me. Do you remember the Nicky Webster song "Strawberry Kisses"? Yes. Yeah. Who doesn't? Probably S- some people do. Some, yeah, some people, but some people probably don't remember. But probably my daughter, who's about to be born. No, and I just, it, it's always interesting what people have a memory of and what people don't have a memory of. Yeah. For example, um, none of the students I teach. Uh, have any memory, or many of them weren't even born. Yeah. Actually, all of them weren't born when 9-11 happened. Well, that took a turn, didn't it? <laughs> no, it's, but it's, there's... Um, uh, I, I can't remember where I was reading it, but, like, sort of every generation, uh, every 20 years, there's, like, sort of this major defining event that sort of affects yeah. everyone worldwide. So, you know, if you were, you know, around in 1969, you might remember the moon landing. And that, yeah. That, that's a huge deal. That's you know, a big we, deal. We, we managed to send people to a... A rock floating in the sky several hundred million kilometers away. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're in the 80s, you might remember the Challenger disaster. Early 60s, you might remember Kennedy getting shot. Um, you know, I remember I was. Making... <laughs> For us, it's 9 11 and the pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic. Well, but your daughter's not even going to have any memory of the pandemic because by no. the time that she's old enough to have those longer term memories, the pandemic is going to be probably done. I mean, the QR codes might stick around, but... Yeah, who knows? Yeah, exactly. It's literally a mystery, because we don't know, unless you know and you're not telling anybody. Well, I mean, no. If I was a time traveller, do you really think I'd be here? I would be winning every lottery, mysteriously. Yeah, yeah, I'd do the same thing, wouldn't it? But talking of mystery, shall we take some of the viewers, well, listeners, viewers, there could be people viewing somehow into into our recording area, but... I don't think so, but mystery. Let's take it back to ancient Egypt. Okay. All right, history lesson for you. So apparently, ancient Egypt documents list 17 distinct types of beer. 17, with names like Joybringer and Heavenly. I mean, I've got to admit, if I was living in ancient Egypt and 
you know, I'm busy working on a pyramid and somebody came up to me and said, hey, when we knock off today, let's go get a Joybringer. I think I would be saying yes. Uh, I, I'm kind of amazed that it was like 17 varieties. I think, you know, when you think of the past, yeah, one of the things that definitely comes to mind for me is I just assume that it's very limited choice. So yeah, I just think of like a, somebody with a wooden mug with beer and nothing, there's no other flavour to it. It's just, we've made wheat beer, that's it. And that's and that's, that's all, all that you this get. like area makes and that's all you'll ever have is this one type of beer. Yeah. And and you know, we just make it in big batches and you get what you get. Yeah. And it's probably also warm because they don't have refrigeration. Well there is you that, go. Isn't that a thing in the UK? They yeah, do. they do have room temperature beer. Yeah. But I've I've I didn't see that. I was gonna say I've had room temperature beer whilst I was there, but I didn't. I had a cider and the guy behind the counter was not very happy about my questioning around the fact that I'm from overseas. Can you tell me what's good to have? And his response was, everything. I don't know. Make a choice. I'm like, cool. I'll just stick with that beer there, that cider there. Thank you. That'll, uh, let's just move on. So let's get mm. away from this very angry British man behind the counter. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't cost much to be fine, does it? No. Does it? no, no it, well, it, or even just to make a recommendation of yeah. like, I, I personally like this one. Mm. You know, well, it cost me £40 pounds to be very polite that day. Oh. We got lunch as well. It wasn't oh, okay. £40 pounds for one drink. I was going to say, with the exchange rate, that's like 120 bucks, <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> we had two like massive lunches and a couple of drinks. but So it did cost me to be polite, but not them. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's move on to our next beer. Now, this is the Feral Brewing Co.'s Biggie Juice. Biggie Juice? Biggie Juice. Straight out of the 90s? Please tell me it's straight out of the 90s. Like Biggie? Oh, now, oh, I've just noticed on the can it says roll before opening. Roll so before opening? Gonna... We're going to listen to some rolling? That did just... Yeah, that, that... yeah, that's just probably just made a bump on the microphone. Yeah, that's, microphone. that's nothing. I think, I think we need to get a specific rolling surface for future episodes. <laughs> um, so, uh, now, yeah, brewed out of uh, Western Australia. Uh, I had a look at the website for these guys, for Feral Brewing Co., and... Um, you know how some uh, craft beers can be a bit pretentious? It's like, oh, we have this flavour note, and we have this and that, and oh, it's all about the the art of beer. Like when you really just go into a winery and they start telling you about the notes, and it's like, can you just, just, just shut the fuck up, put it in the glass, if it's nice, I'll buy a bottle, if it's not, I'll tell you, we'll try the next well, one. Well, that's pretty much the attitude of this brewery. They like they. It says they make beer for beer's sake. So, um, yes... I'm actually not sure what... Uh, it's an East Coast IPA, so I think Ooh. we can probably expect this one... You said it's made in Perth, though, didn't Made you? in Perth. That's the West Coast. Yes, but I guess it's an East Coast style. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. from um, Sydney. So, and I do like how it says on the side uh, of the uh, can, treat like milk, refrigerate when possible. <laughs> treat, treat like milk. I really Now I've just got this image of like 80 cows making beer. Just like... In a brewery. I mean, that sounds like something. No like, people. That, just, that, just that can cows. be in the next Zootopia movie or yeah, something. Yeah, there you go. Um, it has actually. They have a consumer feedback number on the bottom. Oh no, it's got an 08 area code, which is South Australia, though. So. Ooh, what's oh, the next number though? Uh, nine. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's WA. That's w, yeah. yeah, so they use the same area so code. I've spent, I've spent a fair bit of time in Western Australia. But not on the phone. Ooh, oh, oh, well, now you know what to do when you next travel there. Where are you going this weekend? Holidaying to WA, what are you going to do? Spend the time on the phone. Yeah, just make sure all the phone numbers are different to the South Australian. Yeah, now what's the cracking sound of this one going to be like? Let's have a listen. I think the first one was more impressive. It was a bit more crisp. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's have a have a pour. I'm trying to pour it in front of the microphone, but I keep forgetting that how quiet pouring yeah, is. And I just said dandy core, and I don't know what that means. Dandy core. It sounds like a new style of metal for dandies. Yeah. You know, like hardcore dandy core? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> wow, now this one is very cloudy. It reminds me of Five Seeds. Uh, yeah, no, I, I feel like if um, if that came out of your tap, you wouldn't drink it. No, but you, it's come out of a can. What's it called? Feral Brewing Co. Feral and Brewing Co. It's got, it's got a really nice deformed pig with a crown on it. Oh, wow. Oh, God. That... That's like something you'd see out of Diablo. Yes. For those listening, it's a an online RPG game. Uh, I'm sure people know what Diablo is, don't they? Well, probably. It's not. Wait, it's not an RPG game. It is. It's an RPG. It's just not. On, it's not online. You can play online. You can. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you can play by yourself well, or my, online. My wife plays Diablo. I've ne- I've never done Diablo myself. Oh, there you go. All there right. Go. All right. Well, let's have. Let's a, give it a whirl. Yeah. All right. It's hoppy. Whoa. Whoa. That that is very hoppy. Alright. Very, so, very hoppy. So uh, this one is um, double the alcohol of the last one. So that one was 3%. This is 6%. Ooh, so, okay. We're, we're really Based on the fact that there. the cans are the same size, seeing as the last one was 0.9 standard drinks, I think it's safe to say this is 1.8. Ooh, is he approximately right? Approximately 1.8 standard Ooh, drinks. Pro- oh, well, that's not good enough. Ring the number. We, we need to know exactly how much is in there. That's oh, a weekend. They're not going to answer, are they? Actually, isn't it a weekend when breweries do most of their business? Perfect. Picking up the phone. No, we're not really, because no. we don't want to prank call anybody yet. And also, we'd have to get their consent for, you know, being featured on the podcast. Like, hi, we're oh, calling yeah. your helpline. Can we please have your consent to be featured on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. And then if they say no, then it just stops this area. Yeah, exactly. Work. And we're not making any money off of this. We're, this is just us having some fun. We're spending money mm. here. And for those listening, drink responsibly. Oh, we yes. Did, we, did, we, we forgot to say that We did that forget last that last I, time, I, I, but um, you should drink responsibly and only when you're an adult. Uh, yes, well, I think that's kind of implied by the responsibly, because you would be a responsible adult. You're not a responsible child, are you? Well, that is a very good point. Very, very good point. I, I, I like to think, you know, because if you look at all the beer ads, they say drink responsibly and only if you're 18. They don't add that last bit on. It's just drink yeah. responsibly. Yeah. And I think that responsibly encompasses all those things, like, you know, not driving a fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we are at your house, so... Well, that's okay, so yeah. I don't have... I can just walk... Yeah. To the other end of the house? I don't have to drive to the other end and of I the mean, house. And I mean, to be fair, I can probably just walk home. I've done that from here before. Yeah, exactly. In, in a much worse state. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the what are the supposed notes of the Feral Brewing Co's Biggie Juice? Well, there, there aren't many notes written on the can. In fact, there's none, whatever. Oh, here's a note. It's safest not to drink while pregnant. Well, that's my wife out. She can't have any of this. Oh, poor thing. Oh, what a pity. Yeah, but look, I think I don't think we need tasting notes. We can use our own words. Well, what my words? I'm getting a, a smell out of it. It's a thick texture. Definitely not the thickest texture of any beer I've had. It's a tang to it. It's sort of like when you have light and tangy chips, mm. and you get that tang at the start. But, but maybe, then maybe after thick you've and had tangy? a yeah, thick and tangy. Well, it is called Biggie Juice, and Biggie was pretty thick, wasn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah. So thicky juice. Thicky juice. That's no. Let's yeah, not call you know, it that. You know what? I'm gonna leave you to just wallowing your thicky juice. Um, <laughs> um, I'm not sure where the juice comes from though. I'm not getting many. Juice I'm not getting quality. juice. I may- maybe oh, there's a lot of hop in it. I feel like there's. Just, it is very overpowering. You could. Uh, you could argue that it is the color of a weak orange juice with pulp. Yeah, I'm still gonna stick with my classification of five seed cider. It is. It is like quite the cloudy. Cloud. The cloudy one. Yeah, it's got quite a bit of cloud. And the smell of it's a little bit strange too. It sort of smells like I've been to the Duke on a Saturday night in the city. And uh, how would you describe the Duke for people who haven't been there? 
if you go early, it's busy. If you go at 11 o'clock at night and you've had a few to drink, this is what it smells like in there. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. No, so, I mean, but not really. Not uh, really. No, I think the one time I went to the It's gym, clean, but I, it just... I just that lingering a, smell. I paid off a debt to a friend in Skittle Bombs because I figured, like... Please tell me the debt was, like, $300. <laughs> no, it was, like, 40 so it was, like... Oh. But that's so not, one that's, Skittle Bomb, almost. Um, I think... Two. Two. You paid $25 for Skittle Bombs? You can go to the London for like five bucks. I can't. Well, look, this was years ago. It was also on the one pub crawl I've ever... One university pub crawl I've ever been on. I didn't go to any of my university pub crawls, right? Because I always had a rehearsal on. Ooh. Right? And then... Well, that's a little hint there for... For, for people for listening, we're just slowly dropping. So one of my one of my friends though, who I was uh, in a group with, and we had a regular rehearsal uh, that was scheduled every Friday night. Uh, one day I go to rehearsal, knowing full well I was like, well, I'm not going on the uh, music students pub crawl because yeah. I got rehearsal. I go there, and uh, he was dating a a girl that I was at uni with at the time. Yeah, and uh, he wasn't at rehearsal. And his th- response was, oh, I thought you'd be at the pub crawl, so that's where I. <laughs> so he went. On, like, the university music students phone call. But not me. And I'm still yet to go. I'm <laughs> probably far too old now. Just rock up at any, any old pub crawl. Doesn't matter whose it is now. Mm-hmm. Just rock up. Guys, you got a spare t-shirt? Yeah, why? Here's 20 bucks. I just need to go on a pub crawl. Bucket list item. Or There's beer list item. That. Actually, that could be, like, a, a new sport. Like, how many pub crawls can you join in one night? Yeah. Actually, sounds like a really great idea. Th- that could be, like, our first outside of the studio episode. Yeah, <laughs> although I do know somebody who managed to join three different pub crawls in a night. Oh yeah, that's that's three. So I'm wondering, like, that's roughly what an hour and a half for each before you've really hit your limit. Yeah. What other things could you join? Ha- imagine joining in a bucks night, just like walking in and joining the group. Yeah, like I'm here. I've got a bu- items to tick off. I need to join as many bucks parties as I can. I think I think that's it's kind of like a nicer version of wedding crashing. Yeah. But you're asking, and then if they just say no, you join them anyway. Yeah. It's only a party. I mean, and usually a Bucks night is happening in like a venue that's open to everyone. Exactly. Sometimes they have private rooms and you know, if you're told you can't come into a private room, you just got to accept that. Yeah, exactly. But if they're all drinking in the front bar, what are they going to do? Like, you can't be here at this public front bar with all the other bar people. <laughs> they might. They might be like, Jace, get out. I'd be like, oh, damn, they knew I was coming. They listened to episode two. And yeah, they like, do. Yeah, they, yeah, that's yeah. right. They were listening to episode two and they're just writing down as many details as they can to find us. To kick us out of pubs. Now, speaking of episode two, is episode two the worst Star Wars? I say yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know. See, I don't know how to answer that. See, I, you know, okay, controversial, because I know some people that don't. I really enjoyed Rogue One. I thought Rogue One was great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it. It was a good prequel. Yeah, no, I, I have no problem with Rogue One. I think it was an excellent film. Yeah. Really well done. Cool. Yeah. That's not the response I was expecting. No, no, no. Because no, not I... a lot of people I know seem to enjoy that. I find it very hard to dislike any Star Wars except for like Episode Two because I mean I just well, don't like sand. It's Were coarse. You... And it's Wait, rough. That's why you don't like no, the second no, no. Star that's Wars like... film is because it's got sand in it. No, I think it's because. Of Did the... you ring up George Lucas and be like, "I really hate this film," not because of the acting style or the, the storyline, just because you used sand? No, 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 no. It's got nothing to do with sand. Replace it's, it with beer. It's it's uh, honestly it's the fact that like you can tell that the humans aren't really there and. <laughs> Oh, we did discuss that did, the other yes. day, yeah, yeah. And uh, that, uh, yeah, the CGI is a bit crappy. Some of the, like, the dialogue is is bad. I just, what is the point of episode two besides showing how the Clone Wars started? And then you jump forward to episode three and it's like, oh, by the way, this is how the Clone Wars ends. And then, you know, they fortunately did later on make a TV series of the Clone Wars, which yeah. is excellent and well worth watching. But at the time that those came out, it was just like, cool, we get, like, the start of the war 
and the end of the war and none of the middle. If you described World War II as that, it would be very boring. It's like, so it all started when Hitler invaded Poland and, and then, then Hitler ended. killed himself. <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, that's a really like boring story and it just leaves Hey, so much. straight to the point. There's no beating about the bush. He started a war, he killed himself and he lost. Well, and I, but it, it misses some very important points if you treat it that way. I mean, yeah. Phil, you've missed like the horrific lessons that we all should have learned from the Holocaust. We've yeah. missed the um, the amazing bodyguard of lies and D Day, yeah. Dunkirk evacuation, the North Africa campaign. Dunkirk is a great film, by the way. Oh, Christopher it, Nolan has got to be one. I want, it, I want it, Christopher it Nolan to do a Star Wars. Ooh, but do it like he did Dunkirk. I just do it like he did anything. Yeah. Except for maybe not Tenet, because Tenet had some bad sound editing. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. We don't have a sound editor for this. Well, I mean, we've just got what, whatever this program is. Yeah. We just click a button and away it goes. Yeah, true. Uh, in the future, I will get us some good programs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because well, I can. Well, what what did you think of this one? Look, I, um, I, I liked it. It's... Um, I definitely feels very heavy coming from the strawberry sour, but it is it, it is, is, a, is a nice beer. It's uh, there's you don't have to fight to keep it down. I guess you know. No, it's... but I mean, for me, I do understand why it says treat like milk, refrigerate when possible. Because now that it's been sitting in the glass just a little bit and it started to warm up, I'm getting a lot more sour notes out of it. At the end, it's a little bit. And it's, it's a lot more tangy. It's that. not as yeah. tack like as crisp. As it was. No, but look, I think next time in Western Australia, I'm going to have to pay the uh, brewery a visit. So, uh, now, uh, Jason, if you could pass me my phone, because I've actually written down a little something on there about this next beer. So Ooh. this is from Fox Hat. Fox Hat. Fox Hat. Yeah. Well, do you want me to chuck in another quick fact while we're... Yeah, while, while, you, while, while, I'm while you're getting that yeah, up. Yeah. So apparently, McDonald's offers beer on its menus in many countries, including France, Germany, Portugal, and South Korea. A little bit disappointing for North Korea because they don't get to have the beer or, <laughs> or get, the McDonald's. Or, or like the internet. I, I think if North Korea had its way, they wouldn't even know there was a South Korea. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Very true. But I think that's pretty cool. Like, it's just something different. So you like when you go to McDonald's rather than just burger chips and just Coke for a drink. Uh, I'd like a Happy Meal. Uh, do you want Coke for a drink? No, no, no. I'd like a Heineken for the drink. Thank you. Yeah. Something about that just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, like, I don't want to have beer with Maccas. Well, instead of them saying Coke for the drink, they just go Heineken for the drink. And you'd be like, yeah, wait, what? I mean, I feel like having beer at a fast food restaurant means that like, if you're doing that, you shouldn't have a drive-thru. No, you really, you really <laughs> hope there isn't yeah, a drive-thru on that. Yeah, it just it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> what do we want? Uh, two cheeseburgers, some McNuggets, and uh, a slab of cider, thanks. So, this next beer is the Fox Hat Red Pelt. It's an India Pale Ale. It's 7.8%. It's 88 IBU, which I think is Imperial Bitterness Units. Ooh. So this one's as bitter as your ex. Um, I don't have an ex. Should I get an ex so I know how bitter they are? Do you really want to do Michaela like that? No. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, there we go. Um, uh, I guess that's just a phrase. So this is 2.3 standard drinks. Uh, this is going to be quite a heavy one. So Fox Hat, uh, they're a South Australian brewer. Ooh. Uh, so we've got two South Australians on the show today. They have a story on their website. Ooh, love good and story. And apparently this is where the name comes from. I don't believe it for a second. Okay, so the uh, story of Fox Hat. Yep. Yeah. So, on the last occasion that Prince Charles visited Australia, he attended a function in Wagga Wagga where he met dignitaries including the mayor. Uh, the mayor questioned the chosen headwear worn by the prince, to which he responded that Her Majesty had instructed it. 
Earlier, the Queen had quizzed Prince Charles on his plans for the day. He informed her that he was heading to a function in Wagga Wagga, to which she responded, Where the fox hat? <laughs> I call bullshit on the story, oh, course, but, but it's a great, no, it is, it's it, a great story nonetheless. Yeah, no, it, it, is, it is a great story, and I think... Um, you know, a fox hat is certainly some, something that someone from that incest royal family would wear. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's just crack See, the beer. Well, I mean, aren't they all wicked into shooting foxes and stuff? Like I, the royals? I, Isn't I, that their thing? I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. they sh- just shoot anything. No, uh, I mean, the Irish in the 1800s. Sorry. Uh, I've still got a genetic chip on my shoulder about that. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's have a listen to the crack. Wow, that was loud. That was crisp. That was. Yeah. All right, I, I'm just going to have a little sniff of the can. Oh, it's strong. You want to have a sniff? No, let, let's pour it in the glass. Let's pour it in the glass. All right. Pour that straight in there. Yeah. Wow, oh, that, is, that dark. is dark. Yeah. That I, is like someone is pouring lint dark chocolate into a glass for me. I was going to say it's maybe like watered down Coke. Yeah, but I like mine better. I like the idea yeah, of no, melted like, chocolate. Uh, I yeah. love food. Uh, you do enjoy your food. I do. All right. Well, oh, let's have let's a... Let's give that a go. Oh, that's very... Mmm, it's rich. Oh, no, that's not for me. That's not for me. That is not for me. I will continue to try it to get a few more notes out of it, but that is... That's straight up reminded me of Guinness. Would you say you had a big mouthful or a little mouthful? How big a mouthful do you want me to take? No, I think... Because I think you should have little sips of this. I feel like this is... uh, You should treat it more like a a whiskey. Like, really swirl it around. The smaller sip make me taste like cough medicine. In the good way? I don't know if there is a good way for cough medicine. Well, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I prefer Dimetap to Robitussin. Because it's got that, like, the purple stuff. I love that one. That's a great cough medicine. <laughs> Robitussin. We're not, we're not sponsored by Robitussin yet. We shouldn't give them any free thing. And, and no. Robitussin need to improve their damn flavour before yeah. they get an endorsement from me. Yeah, that's right. Mm. It is quite strong. That is incredibly strong. Yeah. Please, what, what is in that? A uh, deep, luscious red velvet with mischievous glint of hops and a whole lot of attitude. So what I'm drinking is a carpet from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mind went somewhere else after that sentence, but sure. Um, brazen punches of hoppiness and warming waves of goodness, a feisty scent set to rile you right up. Malt bursts onto your tongue and, in the, ra- and the raging hops kick in before the warming alcohol joins the fray. If this beer could talk, it would be banging on about how good it is. So basically, I'm, I am literally having Austin Powers' shaggy carpet. Oh, does Austin Powers talk about how good he is a lot? He does. He does? Uh, I, yeah, I, baby, yeah. Kirsten and I watched Gold Member recently. Ooh. Yeah, no, it was um, uh, enjoyable. Uh, I feel like elements of the film haven't aged well, and some stuff is still funny. Like, uh, the fact that the, the movie opens and closes with, like, Tom Cruise's Austin Powers. No, I, th- I, I wouldn't actually mind a Austin Powers 4. I think it's time. I think it's time. Think like, it's time. almost retired. Like, he's got a family and he's got to teach them. Well, at the end of each Austin Powers film, doesn't he end up sort of, like, being set up with the... Well, it's like a Bond movie. He always ends up with the girl who never lasts until the next film. Maybe that's what the next one is. Number four, oh, it's been, like, 20 years, 20-year anniversary. Then all of a sudden she turns into a... Like, she's actually a robot. Again. Again. <laughs> For the second time. Yeah, uh, use the same plotline, it's well, fine. I should have seen, um, you know uh, Bond got married? And no. Then, and then they killed her off. Please tell me Doctor No, because I just got married. No, no, no. no, no. Um, uh, yeah, ma- he got married in one of the films. It was in one of the... Uh, it was in one of the ones that wasn't George Connery. Maybe it was a George Lazenby one. 
George Connery. George Connery. Oh, fuck. Sean Connery. Wow. Get, get your bonds right. Okay, okay. The legendary Sean Connery, and you just were like, it's George. That's It's, it's yeah. lesser known brother, Le- George Legend- Connery. I think legendary is a bit much. Like, this is the guy who turned down the role of Gandalf for the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I think we need to question his choices. Yeah. He but was, it, he also played. Fairness, though, I did enjoy that film, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I know it's not highly recommended, but I enjoyed it. Well, it's a good shooty film, it's a good bit of action if you just want something to watch. That's my take on it. Look, Sean Connery is not my favourite Bond. Right. That would have to go to Daniel Craig. I think he's done marvellous work. Oh, yeah. And I'm just... I've been looking forward to... Uh, what is it? No Time to Die for quite some time now. Yeah. And I would just really like it to hurry up. So you can actually see it? Yeah. I think he'd have to top out next to um, Pierce Brosnan. He did, he did a great Bond. He did a great Bond in some bad movies. He was His Bond was good. The films that was in, though, were not good. Goldeneye, solid. Everything after that, just downhill. And then that surfing scene in Die Another Day, where it's just... Oh, really yeah, yeah. Area. Yeah, not great. Uh, although, I think... But again, shooty-shooty. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> good good shooty-shooty film, if, yeah. that's, if that's what you're looking for. But who, who do you think uh, would be a good for the next one? Because we know this is Daniel Craig's last outing. Well, I know Idris Elba is touted to be a possible yes and I think he would do Bond so well but also uh, what's his name who plays Loki uh, Tom Hiddleston yeah Tom Hiddleston he'd make an interesting Bond but I think he'd do better as a villain like mm. an arc villain so like if it had say like a two part like two movies mm. sort of like the last Harry Potter film where it's split into two yeah they'd do the same thing but with Tom Hiddleston as the bad guy so what I would like to see is similar to what the Star Wars films have, you know, typically done is they get their main characters to be played by relatively unknown people. I mean, you know, Adam Driver was in some stuff before he was cast as Kylo Ren, and so was uh, so was Daisy Ridley, and so was John Boyega, and but and Mark Hamill I think had one other credit before Star Wars, and yeah. so did Carrie Fisher. Relative unknowns. I mean, Hayden Christensen was billed in Episode Two as introducing Hayden Christensen yeah. as Anakin Skywalker and I think if you get an unknown as Bond it could be a whole new thing well it, it allows that person to really create a Bond rather than you know we've seen Idris Elba do a lot of different things yeah he was in that um, that Dark Tower film which I know was hated by people who love the books but I read the first book and thought it was shit and so, so like I like the movie yeah <laughs> uh, and um, you know he's done a lot of things and I think people expect a certain type of tough guy yeah. a certain type when when they say Idris Elba as Bond they already have an idea of what that looks like yeah whereas I think a complete unknown would be able to like do Bond their way the other thing that could be cool and I've seen you know people floating this idea around the internet is that Bond is kind of a, a dated character. He needs to exist within the Cold War to, for the character to make the most sense. He yeah. is sexist, misogynistic, uh, a drinker, uh, doesn't respect authority, doesn't respect many things in a way that kind of works best in a certain time period. Uh, the modern age doesn't really suit Bond as much. So you, what we could see work potentially really well is Bond do like a period piece, like going back and doing like my name is James Bond, the year is 1963, and the Cold War is heating up. Well, actually, you know who owns James Bond now? Amazon. There you go. Well, yeah, believe... we've got a lot more Bond films coming along. Yeah, well, they bought MGM. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. So, another beer fact for you. Mm. So, there was a Danish physicist who won a Nobel Prize called Niels Bohr. I think that's how I you pronounce his name. I have heard of Niels Bohr, yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
The Carlsberg Brewing Company gave him a house with a pipeline to the brewery for free beer for life. That's for life. So what you're telling me is I just need to win a Nobel Peace Prize and I will get beer for life. Yes, but I'm pretty sure Neil Bohr has got it for physics. Wait, I think Peace Prize just gets you like free water Yeah, he was a physicist, but like, can if I win the prize, can I just approach any brewery and be like, I'd like a pipeline directly to your breweries, thanks? I, I don't know. I feel like, is that the... That seems like the kind of behavior that they might go like, hey, we're taking this water away from you because you're not really using it properly. <laughs> you meant to use it to like further your field, not to like get free beer. Get it, sounds like, it sounds like the whatever brewery that was was doing something nice and that that's great. But uh, it's like uh, it's like the subreddit choosing beggars. Uh, you know, you don't go around saying like, hey, I've got X and X amount subscribers. You should give me free shit. Or, hey, I've got a Nobel Prize. You should give me free shit. It's like, no, Nobel Prize comes with a million dollar prize money. You can afford to buy beer. I could just buy the brewery. For a million dollars? No way. I could buy a microbrewery. I could start a brewery. There we go. We're just we're downgrading until I get to the point where yeah, I'm just I, allowed I to could, have beer. You can you can you can buy several slabs and just like, like, keep them in your shed. Yeah, and, perfect. Yeah. Well, what are your final takes on this? What was it called? Fox hat. The fox hat. Red pelt. Red uh, red pelt. Appropriately named. Very thick. Uh, I think it's a good winter beer. I, I'm kind of glad we finished with this one. I don't think I could drink much else after it. This this beer almost feels like a meal. Yeah. Itself. Look, to be honest with you, I really don't like that one. I finished the glass that you poured for us, and you're not going to have any more. And I will not have any more. I've adequately tasted it, and it's it just it's it's too much. Is I do agree that it is a winter beer, mm. and people who like those dark ales or the IPAs, mm. like would really like. If someone who likes Guinness but wants something just a little bit lighter. Would probably really enjoy this. But you always end up going back to Guinness as a reference point. I do. It's just because that's how I associate drinks that I don't like. It's back to Guinness. No hate against it. It's just I dislike it, and it's the easiest way for me to backtrack. Look, I, I don't think this would be one on my regular like, no. tasting list. But everything that's written on the can is an accurate description. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I know some people who do enjoy a red ale. I think they'd enjoy this. Yeah, I think out of my my favorite would have to be the strawberry sour. Yes, I agree. The strawberry sour is, is was... very nice. But that being said, I I feel that's one that you you probably want to space out. It's kind of like a treat, you know. You don't want to if you had chocolate cake every day, you'd get sick of it eventually. Yeah, I, I think the strawberry sour would actually go quite well if you just want something light for the afternoon mm. after you come home from work. You just need a little bit of something, but it it's refreshing though because yes. it, it does have that sugary taste to it, so it gives you that bit of pep. And, and away you go. The the Biggie Juice, I, I'm not sure how to say this. I, I hope this comes across in a nice way, but, uh, and I know the brewery doesn't like sort of talking about themselves being a craft brewery, yeah. but it sort of tastes like what craft breweries do. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it's, and it's a, it's a they've done something different, and I, I totally appreciate that. Like, it was good for being different, but just, yeah, my favourite is... The mixed match brewing, the sour berry, was it strawberry? Strawberry sour. I can't pronounce words. Well, we've had three beers. We have technically uh, had three beers I, now. Actually, you know what? The uh, red pelt? I think that could be a good, like, cooking beer. I know I'm a vegetarian, but, like, if I, you were eating meat, mm-hmm. it'd be good with, like, some, like, pulled pork. Yeah, or, like, beer can chicken. Yeah, 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 there you go. Cool. So I can appreciate it. I won't eat it, but I can appreciate it. Oh, I'm glad you can appreciate it. I'll eat it. Yeah, well, you can eat it, and I'll watch you eat it. And I can tell I'll you how good it is. I'll just stare into your eyes as you eat and slowly take mm. another bite. But as I, I slowly now, bite into my tofu. I, I think before we do wrap up today's episode, I've got to ask, are you happy with the Red Pelt possibly being your last beer as a childless man? Yeah, because we did discuss that last time. Yeah. And... It's been a day and a half. It's been a day <laughs> and a half, because we've decided to do two very quickly. Yes. Which is good, because then they're... 
you know, then we've got something to present. You know, whoever's listening now is probably like, it has been in a week since you last released one. Mm. But for us, it's only two days. But I'm not happy with that being with my last beer. So I will pinch some more of this sour yes, and strawberry and drink. And there's more of the biggie juice as well. So I will have a little bit. Wow, that's just all head, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll have a little bit more of that. And I will be happy with that as my last alternative. And your last child-free beer. Yeah, child-free beer. Because who knows? Could be a baby here in a few hours. Who knows? It could just pop. Here it is. Here's the do, baby. Do babies pop? They might pop. I don't, I don't been, know. We're about to find to, out. You've been to the classes. I don't know. Well, th- there's a lot of weird stuff, and that's too much to go into right now after a few drinks. That sounds like a, an episode three topic. Yeah, it does. Once you've been through it, maybe. Once we've been through it. How was the birth? My God. Throw the beer facts out the window, because have I got some birth facts for you? Uh. <laughs> no, let's stick with the beer. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, for drink discussion, I've been Kieran. And I've been Jason. Thanks for listening.